Hello, and welcome to Illumination Bureau, where we hope to enlighten you with all of the hidden stuff that you don't know about careers in creative. This is Catherine Lang Klein and Kristen Harris, and we will be your hosts. We are the co-creators of Portfolio Creative, a company that connects creative people in the marketing and advertising space. We've been doing this since 2005, and we've learned a lot of things that we want to share with you. We have so much to tell you, so let's get started. Hey, Catherine. Yes. Have you ever had anyone overshare in an interview? Oh, Lord, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and part of you is thinking, you know, stop talking. But yet another part of you is thinking, oh, do tell me more. <laughs> oh, yes. People will just reveal so much. Reveal so much. They keep talking and talking and they're nervous, <laughs> so they talk even more. Exactly, exactly. Um, and one of those oversharing questions that people tend to go a little crazy with is when an interview asks the question, tell me about yourself or tell me something about yourself. And I think people don't really understand what that question could be about and, and how it could be applied to actually getting the job versus giving a full background story of where you came from and, and you know, what your favorite color is. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of times it is kind of an opening question. It's like mm-hmm. maybe when the first couple of things they may ask you. And I have had people spend, you know, say it's an hour interview, spend like half an hour. Oh, yeah. Talking about themselves, like from birth. And I'm thinking, (laughs) that is not really what I was asking you. Right. But now I'm judging you on your inability to filter yourself. Exactly. And, you know, in in a way, that's um, a great example of, you know, in an interview, and you're the interviewee, for example, if somebody does go on and on like that, you know, that's possibly how they're going to present things in your company if they're given over um, an open-ended question, for example. Um, Say they're in a presentation, you want to show them to a client or present to the team or something like that, and someone either asks a question or the presentation itself ends up being a five-hour-long presentation when it really could have been about 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah, so it's a, it is actually that type of question is used often both because they actually want to know something mm-hmm. about you and we're going to get to like what they really want to know, maybe not everything that people are sharing, but then also it's a little bit of just uh, you're opening the door and just seeing how someone presents themselves or right. behaves, you know. I think most people kind of wander into it kind of, you know, with not a whole lot of intention. They just sit down. They want everyone to be not be nervous. So, so tell me something about yourself. And next thing you know, it's just, you know, an hour later and you've lost your audience, basically. <laughs> yes. So <clears throat> let's help people not do that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, you know, there are some things that we can um, give you tips on. Um, in order to keep it a little more um, succinct, which, you know, is the word I used before, but I think that's pretty much exactly it. And you could break it down into, I think, like three simple steps in your mind. Um, you don't have to go through an entire script in your head. But if you think, first, I want to talk about my present, what I'm doing now. Then I'm going to talk a bit about my past, what I did perhaps in my last job or in my career or things like that. And then what uh, I'm going to tell you a little bit uh, something about I'd like to do in my future and make sure all of this kind of speaks to the job that you want. Yes, definitely aligning with, you know, what the expectations are, the role, or at least as you understand them. Mm -hmm. Like, this is probably one of the first questions they'll ask. It's often kind of an icebreaker. Mm -hmm. So it might be early in the interview. You may not have every detail yet, but you can tie it back in as much as possible. Yeah, and, and don't talk too long just because you might start excluding yourself from the job if you start rambling on about something that they're like, oh, we don't want a person that wants to do this. I mean, really, you know you know, really know that job description. And then say, for example, you start talking about your present, which is, you know, where we said to begin with, and then talk about what you're doing now. So you, it's a writing job. Here's what I'm writing now. But in the past, I wanted to become a writer because some teacher inspired me because of these books I read. Um, I've always wanted to write. I find a lot of joy in writing, things like that. And then the future, essentially how you're going to, how all of that experience now fits into this future role. 
Yes, absolutely. And um, so (laughs) I'm with you where I appreciate open-ended questions Mm -hmm. that get people rambling on and on because they share and reveal a lot. But then secretly in the back of my head, sometimes I'm like, stop. (laughs) I'm trying to help you help yourself. You have revealed too much to me. (laughs) So like you said, just really keeping, I think the biggest mistake people make is just not keeping the focus on, on the, the job at hand on the conversation you're having. Right. I mean, people do care about you as a person to some extent, but right now they're just trying to figure out if you are a fit for this role. Right. So as much as you can keep tying those things back, even though they may be personal things, Mm -hmm. you know, from your life or your personal interests or whatever, but you're looping them back into like, and, and also this is why I'm a good fit for this job and this, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. just like connecting it back. Exactly. They're they're not going to want to know the name of your first dog and, you know, you had a hard life and things like that. There might be some questions later that kind of, you know, connect to that, you know, later on in the interview. Um, but don't offer a lot of that up at the beginning. Keep it just really, really succinct. Yes. And so, um, so yeah, you're really kind of tailoring to what you think they're asking for mm-hmm. in, in the role. And, well, you sure. can, and you can ask some questions along there, too. I've done X, Y, Z. Is that part of this role? Mm-hmm. Is that something mm-hmm. I've done in the past? Like, you can sort of connect, you know, some about yourself back to the role. Um, or in the job description, too. I see that. It's the summary requirements are this. I know I could do this because of this, this, and this. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it all goes back to connecting, 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 and always again try in the back of your mind keep it to be as professional as possible. Um, people don't want to know your political standing, your religious affiliation, necessarily what school you went to. At, at this level, they have everything in your resume. So don't also go up and just recite your entire resume. They have it in front of them. These are just some little details that could be kind of be a little bit of a game changer of why you could get picked for this role. Yeah, and I think uh, a lot of stuff that sometimes gets revealed is what I guess what I would call like none of your business information. <laughs> right. Like you don't need to talk about your marital status right. or... Whether you know, or not your, your kids. Your family situation mm-hmm. or, you know, personal things. There are personal things people can't ask you in an interview. Right. But a lot of times uh, the person interviewing will, will reveal those things. And it's not good or bad that you're married or not or mm-hmm. you have kids or not. It's just none of their business. Right. It, it should not factor into whether you get this job. So you don't really need to share that. Well, you have to figure that those questions are illegal to ask. So why are you offering the answers of those? You know, because there must be yeah. something there that could put some weight on whether or not you're going to get this job. And it's a, it's a great way to kind of protect yourself, too, if you don't um, delve in too much into your personal life or yeah. things like that. Yeah, exactly. And um, on the other side of Keep It Professional is also, um, and I know we've talked about this before, um, if you're sharing, I guess I would say generally, like, don't share hobbies, special interests, that kind of thing, unless it does relate. Like, it mm-hmm. may be in college, I was in this organization, and I was the president of it. Well, that's kind of showing leadership, so right. maybe you do want to share it. Or, you know, I have a greyhound, and I'm interviewing for a marketing job at a pet food company. Mm-hmm. That's actually really yeah, relevant. I'm a dog I'm owner. A dog owner. So. <laughs> so, but generally people don't need to know or care that I'm a dog owner. But right. in that case, it makes a lot of sense. So connect it in if, it, if there's a reason, mm-hmm. but you don't really need to share your personal information if there's not a reason. Again, like being a parent for the job, it might be very useful that you have mm-hmm. toddlers because you're going to help sell baby food or right. whatever. But 
if it's not related in some way, you just don't need to share those personal information. You just stick with the professional Right, and side. a little bit of that is um, it's illegal to kind of ask those questions because then people can start getting a little judgmental on whether or not you're committed to the job because mm-hmm. you have other experiences or if they see your life is a bit of a train wreck, you know, they don't want to bring that into their office. And technically they are, are can't do that. I mean, I shouldn't even say technically. Legally they cannot do that. Um, so again, don't offer that up. I do remember one job interview that I had to um, participate in. I believe I was doing the interviewing. Um, I just remember the other person was telling me about themselves and they kept saying, I know I'm going long. I know I'm going long, but, and I swear it was like 30, 40 minutes that they were going long, but, and it was just like a simple question. And I can tell you that I completely disengaged probably after about 15 minutes. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So I'm going to definitely recommend that if you are going through a process like this, always try to think about how long you're talking, maybe keep it to no longer than two and a half minutes, three minutes Mm -hmm. tops. Um, but yeah, we've seriously had some people that like to talk. Yeah, um, and that we've I talked think to. What, another point you're making there too is like keep it conversational. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't have to be a you know soliloquy from you about <laughs> your life. Like you can say, you know, I've done blah blah blah. Is that part of this job? Mm-hmm, and like. Mm-hmm this other person should be part of the conversation right, right. in some way. And clearly that person was nervous, and I guess that was her way of kind oh, of including yeah. me by saying that, but, um, yeah, I didn't get a word in. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, I, at that point, it's like, you don't really care about me at all, do you? <laughs> I'm feeling completely left out of this conversation. Yes, absolutely. Um, and so, you know, having conversation actually also is about, like, it's okay to share so just after we just got done saying you don't share any personal information, <laughs> it's okay to share some things that maybe you're really passionate about mm-hmm. or interested in. Like this is a point, if there is something, per, if there's something that may not show on your resume mm-hmm. about you that you believe helps you be a really good candidate for this job, this is an opportunity to share mm-hmm. that because there may not be other things they ask you where you really can easily interject, you know, right. or own a dog or whatever. Um, so I guess there, there is that side of it too. If there's something you're passionate about or mm-hmm. something that you think is a really good connection, this is a time you can weave that in. Also, um, that timing might be based on who your audience is too, because sometimes you might be going through the interview process and only talking to the HR person at first. They could care less if you have a dog or not. They, they're given a list of things of, that they have to make sure that you have before you advance to the next level. So if you're having that conversation, tell me a little about something about yourself. Make sure that really just sticks into all the points of the job so you can pass on to the next thing. And then they're going to start digging a little deeper um, the further up the food chain you go in these interviews, too. Yeah, um, great so, point of just knowing the audience. Exactly. Like, they, is it that pre-screen they're probably not conversation with HR? They're really just trying to make sure you seem to be qualified right. before and they pass you along. You have to bear in mind that they have talked to, like, about 100 people. And if anything, they're probably the quickest to vet somebody out if they think they're a weirdo or if they're not going to be... A, you know, so they're not, you know, Bob's not going to like this person because they talk too much or, you know... Jane's going to not like this person because, you know, they they seem to have, you know, they seem to talk too much about X, Y, or Z. Um, and that could be freaking anything. I mean, mm-hmm. I can't even list some of the things that could turn people off in an interview because there are just so many different things. Yeah. I always think that pr- that first, like, HR conversation, mm-hmm. usually it's just, it's kind of a pre-screen. Absolutely. Right? They're oh, checking absolutely. the... They, well, they get probably like 100, 200 resumes in some yeah. cases, and they got to get to these fast. So tell me quickly something about yourself to let me know if you're going to be in this fight. Otherwise, (laughs) I'm going to throw you to the side. Why should I pass you along? (laughs) Exactly, exactly. And it is about being Mm -hmm. a fit. But then when you get to the actual hiring manager or maybe people will be your peers on the Mm -hmm. team and that sort of thing, that's when you can start connecting more on 
some of your experiences or how some of the work you've done in the past mm-hmm. really could tie, you know, to what they're trying to do. Right. I think that those, those are the people, those are the people that, to. yeah, that are going to have that connection. Mm-hmm. They want to know that, you know, that, you're, that they're going to like working with you, that you're pleasant, you don't drone on, <laughs> that you are very professional, you know, you have all the qualifications, all that sort of stuff, but it's just at a more personal level for sure. And yeah. also when talking to that, well, actually everybody, I guess you should always keep it positive. Um, even if you were laid off or fired from the last job, um, make sure you spin that in a way where, you know, it doesn't come off as a negative. You don't start bashing your past employer, I guess. I mean, we hear that all the time, but darn it, it can be so easy sometimes. So tempting. Um, so tempting, especially <laughs> with an open-ended question. You start going down the road, well, you know, I'm not there anymore. And then, blah, you know, that all just kind of comes out. <laughs> you're like, ah, It's like, this is not therapy. This is not therapy. <laughs> So another side of that, and this is also the like not going on too long, is um, not just like basically reading off your resume. Mm -hmm. Like they do have your resume. They can see what's on there. You may touch on some of those things, but maybe this is the opportunity to add a little more color or flavor to those things. So um, for example, I was looking at somebody's resume the other day. I noticed he uh, plays basketball at one of the local universities. And one of the things I would want to know is, what he's learned from that, because mm-hmm. I'm sure it's not just they can, you know, shoot a basket, but there's definitely teamwork, collaboration, maybe leadership. Like there are things I would expect someone would mm-hmm. learn from playing basketball at collegiate level that I would want him to talk about. I can see he's done it on his, because mm-hmm. his resume says basketball team, but there's more I would want him to like kind of share around yeah that experience. Well, even if it wasn't on his resume, I mean, that could be something that could be introduced in the tell me a little about yourself too. It's like, you know, I, I love writing for example, but you know what? I also work, you know, shoot baskets or I work with this youth group or something. Mm -hmm. And that has taught me this. And again, if you can get that to apply directly to the job, I mean, that is just gold. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, that's a great point. If he hadn't put it on there, I would definitely want him to talk about that Mm -hmm. because I think, you know, there's probably some relevancy. So you know, it's okay to refer to your resume and kind of hit some of the highlights along the way, mm-hmm. but they can read, right? right. Like they right. can see what's there. They want to know sort of what's beneath the words. Exactly. Like it's like the resume is the the facts, mm-hmm. the figures of your Your fact sheet, your, your data. Work, your data. <laughs> that but, has no emotion. But yeah, how do you tie, maybe connect some of the dots? Maybe you're a little bit of a candidate that's a little outside of of, you know, maybe the expectation mm-hmm. of what the job requirements are, you can see where you can do the job or you have experiences that are relevant, but maybe you need to help them connect the dots. Yeah. You know, some of those kind of additional details yeah, and that's, you can get into. That's an excellent point because um, we always encourage people in, in some cases, if not almost all of them, that even if you don't meet all the qualifications, you should at least apply because then this open-ended question is a great opportunity to explain, you know, why you are applying. I don't meet all the qualifications, but here's what I've done in my past, what I'm doing now, and how this is all going to work for this future job. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So it's, it's okay to, you know, hit on some of your things on your resume because they're probably mm-hmm. part of your present and past right. like you referred to but but get into more than what you wrote right like get into the the little bit of the details or a little nuance that might be helpful for them to see you in this role or even um some of the emotion too i mean if they can yeah. kind of see that things you're, you care about exactly you know you really care about this you love this job you may not have liked this job a different job not so much um i think that's all we're sharing with people you know so again as long as you keep it kind of professional and they can kind of see that you're really wanting this job, you're really passionate about what you do and you want to kind of take it to the next level. Mm -hmm. 
You know, another thing I've seen people do with this kind of question is share some like personality characteristics. Mm-hmm. So if they have done Strengths Finder oh, yes. or if they've done DISC or something like that, I have seen people um, kind of touch on that sometimes, mm-hmm. which I think mm-hmm. is interesting because that's also insight about themselves that you don't readily see on their resume. Right. But and I think I'm it's a, I'm a learner and I'm a harmony and I'm mm-hmm. a whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's a different way to talk about yourself that isn't just the facts and figures of what you've done. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And I could, even if you're in the position of, and I have been in both, but if you are in the position of being the interviewer in a case like this, um, just really be receptive to what people are saying it and how they're saying it. Because I think if anything that could start sifting through whether or not this person is a culture fit for you or a communication fit for you, or, um, just someone who's going to fit along on your team, you know, you know, are they, do they seem easy to get along with? Do they seem highly irritated at everything? Is everything negative? Um, are they talking a good game and you need somebody who can do that? You know, so um, there's a lot of things that you can kind of pry on, um, pry out on some of these open-ended questions too. And this one I think is kind of an ideal one to ask someone, even though, like I said, it's probably the one, one of the most common rogue questions <laughs> that people can throw out there because you never know what you're going to get once you ask it. But from an interview perspective too, I think you can learn a whole lot about your candidate. Yeah, you're right. Like, this is one of those questions. It doesn't matter as much what they say as mm-hmm. sort of how right. they approach it. Mm-hmm. I mean, they can say whatever. The information maybe isn't even as important as, like like you said, their way of approaching it, how they present, how they present themselves, it, yeah. how succinct or organized their thoughts are, or are they just, like, rambling all over the place? Like, all of that, mm-hmm. all of the how they answer it may right. be more important than what they say. Do they leave you wanting more? Or do you just say, just please stop talking? (laughs) (laughs) Could could someone come in and rescue me from this? You know, Um, there is a lot of um, information that you can get to by letting people just talk to. I I do kind of encourage people, if you have the time, to maybe let them go on past that two and a half minutes, maybe let them go on to five and, and see, you know, how they can either better the conversation and themselves or really dig themselves a hole. Um, because you can kind of, you know, sort through people really quickly just even by that too. So I just let them talk, just let them talk. And I'm going to find out exactly what I want if I just let them talk. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so kind of thinking about, you know, not basically reciting your resume mm-hmm. word for word, but, you know, maybe referring to it. I think that also ties into preparing. Mm-hmm. For, and this is not just preparing for this question, but preparing for interviews in general. But like there's a handful of, basic questions you expect someone will ask you Mm -hmm. and however they phrase it, they're going to ask you this one. Right. So it's okay to kind of practice what you think you want to say and, you know, run through it with your, in your mind or maybe with someone because things sound different when you say them out loud. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But there's, there's a point of like, Practice and think about maybe a couple of key points you want to hit on, but don't like memorize and sound like a robot that you're, you know, reciting this information that Mm -hmm. I have memorized. You can even, because everyone, we encourage everyone to bring a little notebook. You can even have a couple bullets, two from That's my past, what I would present, really future. Like, That's I what I would sure do for I sure. These things. And no just, one is going to judge you for bringing in a, a notebook with a couple notes on it. Right. And even if you just wrote down present, past, future, knowing you want to touch on all those things in, in some sort of format. I have also seen people in interviews um, bring a watch. Mm-hmm. Um, not the type that you have to keep touching to activate, but um, one they just they just put in front of them so they know how long they've talked. You know, So if that is a problem for you, you might want to 
set yourself a, a timer, if you That's will. A great idea. Um, but yeah, I thought that was a really nice, subtle way of doing it. It's not like an alarm went off or anything, but they just were occasionally looking down to make sure like that I they would check stop talking. Mm-hmm. That's a great um, idea. So yeah, you can, you know, if you say, well, where are the top two or three things I want to make sure I hit mm-hmm. on in my past? Or oh, you definitely wrote the, I, those down too. Whatever. Yeah, just, you know, give yourself a couple bullets. You don't have to like memorize word for word what you'll say, but mm-hmm. you can pre-think about it. Mm-hmm. You know, you can prepare. Yeah, and you can also, in a, in a way, you know, when you get to that point at the end of the interview where they want you to ask questions, and please always ask questions, yes. um, you could kind of turn it a little and just say, you know, tell me what it's like to work here or tell me what the people are like here and then let them talk. Mm-hmm. And um, that also works both for the interviewer and the interviewee. The interviewer can really see, you know, kind of lay out what it's like and what your expectations are for this job. You know, we have a lot of hard workers here. You know, sometimes people are asked to stay late. They're totally fine with it. Um, we give them, you know, that then they can come in maybe late the day, next day or, you know, just really kind of lay out what the culture is like and that person can determine if that's a fit for them as well. And then when you're the interviewee, really listen to what they're saying. Could I work with these people? I mean, these people sound like they, yeah. I don't want a, this much of a commitment or, um, and there's no wrong answer. Yeah. Um, or, or maybe they party too much or maybe they're, you know, um, this is exactly what I'm enough. looking for or not <laughs> enough or this is, or this is exactly what I'm looking for. You know, I can mm-hmm. totally see myself fitting in here, but both of those, um, you know, kind of like those bookend questions can really help to see if you're going to be a success in that role or if that candidate's going to be a success. Yeah. And I think you can even ask your version of tell me about yourself. You're not going to say it exactly that way. Mm-hmm. But I think, I mean, I always think it's kind of cool when somebody asks me about, it usually is something like, how did you end up starting the business mm-hmm. or something? Mm-hmm. But, you know, depending on the position, we're like, how did you end up working at this company? Or, you know, why do you like working in here and how did you end up here? You know, yeah. you can, you spin it a little from tell me about yourself, but, mm-hmm. but like, don't you want to know about this person who might right. be your future boss? Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and you might even find more connections. They may say, oh, I went to school, blah, blah, blah. My cousin went there. I know right. all about it. I right. used to go up every weekend. Like, who knows what connection you may have that you didn't realize because you don't know anything about them. Mm-hmm. It's it's really those little details that can start making it more of an obvious choice for both the interviewer and the interviewee that you're going to be a fit at that particular role. But yeah. you really have to make sure that you wrangle in that question from the beginning. Don't see it as a bottomless pit. Don't treat it as a bottomless pit. Um, go in with at least some sort of framework. Um, that you like to have, you know, at least to start the conversation and stop the conversation and then just move on to the next question. You know, mm-hmm. it could be maybe the, the best question that's asked through the entire interview. Yes. Keep it positive and mm-hmm. be succinct. Thank you so much for joining us at Illumination Bureau, and we hope you have gained something by listening today. Illumination Bureau was brought to you by Portfolio Creative. You could find out more about Portfolio Creative at PortfolioCreative.com. If you have a topic that you would like to hear about, Don't hesitate to send us an email at questions at PortfolioCreative.com.